0: and we are back for the second hour of the restaurant show. News Talk 710, KNUS in Denver, in Colorado Springs, AM 1460 and FM 101.1, the answer simulcast on three stations all up and down the front range. In the first hour, we threw out these mandatory service charges. A restaurant on I-70 up in Evergreen is charging 22%. So if you and your party go and have $100 worth of meals, the bill would come to $122 before tax and tip, I assume. So uh, anyway, we've been taking calls on that. I got a text message this morning from somebody asking about a trip to Mexico for three ninety-nine. dollars uh, We had Warren Erbson on, the official travel agent. Of course, I leave a week from Tuesday with a wonderful group of people. Dick and Monique and Vilma and Denise and on and on and on. Wonderful people, surely. Sorry, I had to sneeze. Um, but at any rate, we are not doing that. And I wanted to get Warren on to give his thoughts. All that glitters is in gold. We also talked about a tourist in Bali uh, that. Um, Bought what he thought was $170 bottle of wine, but it was a $2,000 bottle of wine uh, with the conversion rate. Has that ever happened to you? We're taking your calls at 303-696-1971 if you'd like to go on the air. If you would like to send me a text message, I gave out my cell phone number, and I will give it again. If you'd like to send me a text, I'm in my home studio, and I don't have text capability like the hosts do when they're in our studios at 225 in Parker. So I don't mind you having my cell phone number. If you need to call me, call me. If you want to send me a text, send me a text. If you don't, don't. All right, 303-903-0017, 303-903-0017. How successful? We've been two weeks now with no football, and uh, I'm sure that some of you are going through the shakes, needing therapy, but we've got baseball. The Rockies started yesterday spring training. Dick Monford, the owner. Thinks that the Rockies can play 500 baseball this year. That's not exactly a striving for playoff spot or a championship, but 500 will certainly be an improvement over the last few years. How successful was the Super Bowl in Phoenix? Downtown visitors, 300,000. The Hans Park Watch Party, that's an outdoor party, 25,000 thousand people over 250,000 people rode the light rail around phoenix over 200,000 went through sky harbor airport that's the phoenix international airport on monday the day after the super bowl and there were over 6,000 media members all right, so let's do this. Let's take a break if you'd like to give me a call. Love to hear from you. 303 696 1971. And uh, if you'd like to send me a text, 303 903 0017. Do you think that getting a bill at the El Rancho with a 22% customer happiness fee is reasonable? Got a good call from Jake in the last hour. He said that uh, the food just wasn't that great. It should be. It's a banana restaurant. I'm Mike Boyle. We'll We'll be right back on The Restaurant Show. Climb, climb, climb. All right, 11.14 is the time, Three oh three six nine six nineteen seventy one. 696 I also wanted to mention <clears throat> that this week I got caught up on a couple of things. When I was out in California, I turned my daughter on to 1883, the prequel, pre-prequel of Yellowstone starring Kevin Costner. Uh, 1883 is about people migrating on the Oregon trail. Sam Elliott is the trail boss. It stars Tim McGraw and Faith Hill. It's a 10 episode season. Um, I don't know if they'll have a second season. I don't know where they could maybe go with it, but I will tell you this. I absolutely loved it. I loved it, loved it, loved it. And when I turned my daughter onto it, um, We had some time, and we caught a few episodes while I was out there with my daughter and her her husband. Um, So Yellowstone, really good. 1883, really good. Then the same writer, Taylor Sheridan, wrote 1923, which is a prequel, obviously between 1883 and the modern-day Yellowstone. It's Harrison Ford as the Dutton, and his wife is Helen Maron. And I've seen seven episodes, and they're showing the eighth and final episode of season one tonight. It has not resonated with me like the other two. Maybe it was that the other two were just so incredibly good that I expected more, but I will watch the eighth episode, season-ending episode tonight, to just kind of see how it goes. And if you watch 1883 and 1923 in Yellowstone, you can kind of see how they all tie together. You know, sometimes Lonesome Dove always comes to mind. Lonesome Dove, not only the movie, but the book. It was a great book. And Larry McMurtry, the author... He said, well, there might be more here. So he wrote a prequel called Dead Man Walking, and he wrote a sequel called The Streets of Loretto. And they were both good, but, boy, they weren't Lonesome Dove. It's tough to really capture that feel that you get with Yellowstone and with Lonesome Dove. Um, I also saw FAUDA, F-A-U-D-A. It is in its fourth season. Um, Matter of fact, the fourth season has been completed. It is the story of an Israeli undercover unit that is charged with the mission of stopping terrorist attacks on Israeli people and their country. And it is unbelievably well done. Now, I will tell you this, that the language, the smoking, the whatever, whatever, the murder, the killing, the shootings, the whatever, the act, it's its rough, but I will tell you this, it will give you a great, great perspective, I think, of what the country of Israel is facing on a regular basis uh, in their country. F-A-U-D-A, in both Arabic and Hebrew, I guess it means chaos, and... Um, They've got some wonderful stars, nobody that you would ever recognize, but uh, that's something that would really be worthwhile for you to take a a look at. And if you have any thoughts on that, I'd love to hear from you. 303-696-1971, 303-696-1971. I'm going to, um, in the next segment, we're going to talk with a guy named Jack Billups. Jack Billups wrote, My Vietnam, A Gift to My Daughter. If you followed the show, you know. If you haven't, I'll repeat it for those of you that haven't. Um, Jack Billups served in the first Cav in Vietnam and was an infantryman. 11 Bravo, he was a grunt. And uh, the ones that do the heavy lifting. And um, when he got back, he went on with his life. Had a wife, got divorced, had another wife, had kids, and... In an effort to reconnect with his daughter, his daughter, when she was about in her mid-40s, said, Dad, for my birthday, I'd really like for you to share your experiences in Vietnam. And he thought that it would be fairly heavy, so what he did was he said, I'll write a memoir. He wrote a memoir. It became a 450-page book, My Vietnam, a gift to my daughter. She enjoyed it so much, she said, Dad, I want you to take me to Vietnam and show me where you served. So that was the gift to his daughter. And um, I met Jack through a guy I served with, and uh, we had him on. I voiced his book. I did the audio copy of his book. It's available at Amazon Audiobooks. Um, But I stopped off to see him in Arizona on the driving trip. I had never met him. I'd only talked to him over the phone. And he had a new book out, has a new book out, called Christian's Walk, The Journey. And I thought since it's Sunday, um, Christian's Walk blends the remarkable insights of John Bunyan's immortal classic, Pilgrim's Progress, with the colorful storybook imagery. And uh, he's illustrated it, and it's it's, it's an easy read. It's a short book. It's about uh, 180 pages. And I'm going to get him on. We're going to talk with him a little bit, and he can tell you about the book and how he came to write it and what impact it may have for somebody like you. I want to thank Scott for sending an email. Scott said the uh, Tequilero Mexican Restaurant Group, there's four of them, Mexican restaurants and Aurora. Southeast Denver, Northwest Denver, um, he said he finds them very good. He wanted me to know it. I thought I would give them a plug and I will try to stop off at the store in Havana this week. I also went to, in Colorado Springs, I went to the Fillmore pizza kitchen and bar. It is in a hotel on Chestnut street, Jeff's off I-25 in Fillmore. And, um, it had been there primarily only dinner only, nighttime only, pizza place, to take care of the people in the hotel. The hotel's being expanded with extended stays. I posted some pictures on Facebook about that. It was really very good. They started opening for lunch. I'll talk about that more after we talk with Jack Phillips here on The Restaurant Show.
1: News Talk 710. K N U S.
0: Hey everybody, Mike Bull, Host of the Restaurant Shows with some great news for you. India's restaurant, 8921 East Hamden, right across from the Kennedy Golf Course, been around for over 30 years. Chris Kapoor has been serving great Indian cuisine in this town for over 30 years. Well, they are open, rocking and rolling, ready for you to stop by. Yeah, you can still do takeout if you want to do that. But they can dine in, you can go and enjoy this beautiful, beautiful building. And if you you want to go for lunch? The buffet is wide open. You know, you used to have to go and say, I want some of this and some of that. They'd fix it. They'd serve it. Now you go through the buffet. I always start with a the salad. Then I get myself some buttered chicken and sog paneer and uh, chicken tikka masala, some naan bread. Oh, I mean, I'm telling you what. The food is absolutely wonderful. They're open for dinner. And don't forget, India's restaurant, 8921 East Hamden, also has a great private party room. And they are looking forward to seeing you
1: fat alberts and Greeley has been around for a long time all family owned and operated and serving the same great american cuisine for almost 40 years a menu that includes meat chicken and fish entrees even including the really popular liver and onions sue albert the owner also offers sandwiches salads and of course the biggest seller the monte cristo sandwich not only a big seller but the monte cristo is a big sandwich come hungry if you're gonna tackle it and any time of the year is pie season right Fat Alberts is known for their pies. Pecan—that's the favorite of Andy Feinstein, president of the University of Northern Colorado in Greeley. Peanut butter, banana cream, and Mike's favorite, the French Silk—a chocolate cream pie with a delicious crust, lots of chocolate, and piled high whipped cream. Get a slice or take home a whole pie. Fat Alberts has a full liquor license, plenty of free parking, and offers dine-in and takeout. Fat Alberts is located at 1717 23rd Avenue in Greeley. For hours of operation, give them a call at 970-356-1999 or check. check. Check them out at fat-alberts.com. The restaurant owners that were hustlers, people that really promoted and came up with good marketing ideas before the pandemic, they did reasonably well weathering the storm during the shutdown. Two of those owners are John Jordan and his partner, owners of the Tailgate Tavern on Main Street in Parker, and now they're back to full service. Great marketeers serving great food. You can still take out, but why not dine in and enjoy the friendly neighborhood environment of the Tailgate, a place where you really feel like everybody knows your name. They're doing their hugely popular Burger Mondays, the Buffalo Wing Wednesdays, Prime Rib Thursdays, and the wildly popular Fish Fry on Friday, and they're still taking the time to support local charities, veterans' organizations, the Parker business community, and even doing benefits for health care providers in their area. So when you do something nice for yourself, getting some really good food from the tailgate, and at very reasonable prices, you're doing something nice for others. The Tailgate Tavern also has one of the biggest and best patios in the metro area. The tailgate is open seven days a week for lunch and dinner, and has a wonderful, friendly staff that would love to see you. The Tailgate Tavern in Parker. News Talk 710. KNUS. Listen live on Odyssey.
0: we right let's keep moving. Here on the Mike Boyle Restaurant Show, we're going to talk with author Jack Billups. And if that name sounds familiar, it was familiar to Michael Geronimo Arpaio helping me uh, produce this segment with Jack Billups. Because as soon as they said, we're going to talk with Jack Billups, he said, oh, my Vietnam, a gift to my daughter. And uh, that's because when I did the book, audiobook, 450-page book, the radio stations came completely to a standstill because everybody Everybody had to participate, everybody had to help, everybody had to give me studio time and everybody had to correct all of the mistakes that I made. But we've got him back. I will tell you this I never in my wildest dreams thought that Jack Billups after the Herculean ev- uh, effort put into My Vietnam A Gift to My Daughter check it out, you can check it out at My Vietnam A Gift to My Daughter by Jack Billups B-I-L-L-U-P-S that he would tell me that he wrote another book. But I was on a recent road trip, and I decided to swing down through Lake Havasu City, Arizona. I knew Jack and his lovely wife Annabelle lived there. I had never seen the London Bridge. I had water skied Lake Havasu years ago, but the London Bridge was installed there in 1968, taken apart brick by brick in London, transported to Lake Havasu City. And so I got together with him, and he said, would you like to see my new book? It's called Christian's Walk the Journey. Jack Billups, welcome back to The Restaurant Show.
2: Hello, Mike. Glad to be back. All right, I'm a little disappointed. I sure enjoyed your visit over here. You come knocking on my door. That was a a real surprise.
0: Yeah, you never know where Mike Boyle will turn up. But I am a little bit disappointed in you, Jack. You know what? I had just come through... Winslow Flagstaff spent the night in Kingman, Arizona. I was told to go to a restaurant called Mr. D's. That's Mr. D apostrophe Z. And it's an old, you know, it's it's the place that's got the burgers and it they don't the, the, the servers don't come out on roller skates, but uh they could have. And it's got the old cars and it's got that old fifties and sixties feel. And I was told That you've got to get a milkshake at Mr. D's. When I checked into the hotel in Kingman, Arizona, the front desk lady said, the milkshakes are good, but the root beer float is heavenly. So I loaded Bailey, the Mexican street dog, in the car. We drove down to Mr. D's, sat outside and I had had a nice lunch in Flagstaff at Salsa Brava. I had a little bit too much food. So I was going to order something small. I was just going to get a hot dog smothered with chili and raw onions and cheese and an order of fries. Well, that turned out to be pretty big. But I told Michelle, the server, I said, I want one of those root beer floats. Are they as good as advertised? And she said, absolutely, honey. And she brought me one. And it was sinfully good. Well, a little later... Jack says, Annabelle and I have to go up to Kingman. We're gonna to go to that Mr. D's and I said, You gotta get the root beer float. He goes to Mr D's and Jack, did you have a yes. root beer float?
2: I chickened out. <laughs> 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 it looked so good, But, boy. I just had a hamburger and fries, and I said, "Oh my goodness!" I, <laughs> so I just looked at it, and then uh, I had to report to you that uh, I didn't partake.
0: Yeah, man up. So, I, but I'll tell you, it's worth another drive up there. So uh, maybe instead of uh, maybe instead of stuffing your gut with a big hamburger and their fries, because everything's good there, isn't it, Jack?
2: Oh, that's wonderful. Yeah. That, you know what? That chili dog. You showed me a picture of that chili dog. <laughs> my goodness. <laughs> I didn't see where the bun was or the hot dog, but boy, it sure had a lot of chili on it.
0: And I have to tell, I have to tell the listeners a funny story because, of course, uh, Bailey was with me, and he's not on a leash, and he's just sitting around the table, and he's visiting other tables. We're outside in the sun talking to people. And when the hot dog came, he just climbed up on the table. He just sat on the picnic table. <laughs> so people really get, there was a number of bikers coming through on their motorcycles, and they just got a kick out of the fact that this dog just made himself comfortable right on the top of the picnic table outside Mr. D's. But uh, anyway, folks, there's a hint for you. So, Jack, is it safe to say that when you finished My Vietnam, A Gift to My Daughter, that you were done writing books?
2: Oh, yeah, I thought this was it, man. You know, it's a one-time wonder. And, uh, but then it started uh, sinking in. You know what? Uh, I've got a gift, and uh, I've got time. I'm retired. So uh, I decided, you know what? I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to write a unique fiction and uh, just take my time. I did the illustrations as well. Mm-hmm. And I came up with uh, Christian Walk, The Journey. And it's a it's a new book, but so far every rating I've gotten is five stars with some glowing reviews. So uh, I'm really pleased, and uh, I I did it for a purpose, not just because I enjoyed it, but uh, I was willing to share my faith in in Christ mm-hmm. with a hurting world and a confused world in, in such a way that uh, they could fit right into the main character and walk their life through all these situations and circumstances and and relate to the world we're living in Christian's walk
0: blends the remarkable insights of John Bunyan's immortal classic Pilgrim's Progress with colorful storybook imagery Christian's journey is the journey Hosting dangers, excitement, fear, doubts, tragedy, victories, and blessings. Biblical truths are presented in such a way that anyone can relate to and understand. Insightful, Chris's story penetrates the heart with reflection, conviction, guidance, comfort. And purpose. Christian's walk brings pertinent scriptures to life as the king's children travel through a turbulent and confusing world. The characters of Christian's walk become our mirrored images revealing the thoughts and intents of the heart. And, uh, you know, Jack. uh, I can understand why you wrote it. We had a nice conversation when I was down there. Do you know why, as people get older, especially into their senior years and elderly years, do you know why they read the Bible more and go to church more and attend Bible class studies more? They're cramming for well, the final they're cramming for the final exam. <laughs>
2: Yes, that's it. It's becoming a little bit more serious now.
0: (laughs) Absolutely. Well, Jack, congratulations on it, and um, I have not finished it. But I have started it, and it's only because I've been doing a little traveling and having a couple other authors on and try to pay a little bit of attention to restaurants on The Restaurant Show. But uh, whether it's My Vietnam, A Gift to My Daughter, or his new book, Christian's Walk the Journey, I think that Christian's Walk the Journey is certainly shorter, and it's, it's easier to read. My Vietnam, A Gift to My Daughter is a wonderful book, but— it takes you back to the Vietnam era and Jack's service with the first cab there and trying to reconnect with an adult daughter who wants to stay connected with her dad. And through that, they decide to go back to Vietnam and retrace his military service there. So it's longer. It's a bit heavier. Obviously, there's some graphics. Uh, there's some things that are of a graphic nature in it. But uh, this is an easy read, and I think the folks would enjoy it. Christian's Walk. How do, how do you suggest people get it, Jack?
2: Well, if they want an autographed copy, uh, they can go to myvietnambook.com. Again, it's a lot of people leave out the, the book word, so it's myvietnambook.com. Or they can go to Amazon and get it in uh, an ebook form or printed book. Mm-hmm. But uh, like I said, if you want an autographed copy, uh, uh just go to my website and you'll know, have an opportunity to order either book. All right,
0: so, Jack, you've got this beautiful property that backs up to BLM at Lake Havasu. It's actually actually outside of Lake Havasu City. It's not in the hecticness of Lake Havasu City. Um, and you've got a pool, and you've got your dog, and you've got your wife. Are you done writing books? Is this the last one, or do, will there be another one on the horizon?
2: Well, I may eat my words, so I'm not going to say it. <laughs> you know, I, I don't know. I'm considering if I get bored enough and something comes up in my mind, um, I may do it again.
0: All right, Jack, I'm going to let you go, but I'm going to give you one more dining tip. Hopefully, you will not ignore this one, and it's a little closer to home. Down in Lake Havasu City, which is what, maybe 10 miles from where your home is? Right. Right. They're around the London Bridge, listeners. They've really done a nice job. And there's restaurants and walking. There's a big chair there that people like to sit in and get their picture taken. But there's a restaurant down there called Tasty Waves. And it's got a surf motif, surfboards and so forth, brightly colored. And you walk up to a window and they serve mac and cheese. I had a buffalo chicken mac and cheese with blue cheese crumbles on it sat at the picnic table outdoors in the beautiful arizona sun the lady that operates it is pretty as a picture jack her name is natalie and it was her face and her smile that actually drew me to it but the mac and cheese was wonderful wonderful so tasty waves right as you walk into the london bridge restaurant area there will you give that a try and say hello to natalie from the radio guy in colorado I promise I will. A promise is a promise, okay? His name is Jack Phillips. <laughs> it's called Christians Walk the Journey, and uh, I think you're going to enjoy it. I'm enjoying it as far as I am with it. I'm going to finish it because once I start a book, I always get it done. All right, Jack, we're going to go ahead and let you go. I'm Mike Boyle, and we're going to take a break on the Restaurant Show. We are running out of time here on The Restaurant Show. Going to take you up until noon. Um, Text message coming in. I wouldn't set foot in the El Rancho. The 22% thing is absolutely ridiculous. It's not even part of the tip for the server. I feel that we are a society that just tolerates everything, and I refuse to be a part of that group. Of course, we're talking about a 22% uh, fee that the El Rancho, now adds to your tab when you go there. <clears throat> I, just, I just think it's a little excessive. That's my personal opinion. You can weigh in. It's 303-696-1971, or you can send me a text at 303-903-0017. 303-903-0017. Recently had lunch at Burns Pub in Broomfield, the food was good, but when we received the bill, there was a kitchen appreciation fee, and when you pay and tip, your tip is on both the meal and the fee. The tip suggestions were 20 30 and I think 40% may have been 35% instead of 40%. Am I getting old? Am I just old-fashioned? I'm telling you something. Just tell me how much my meal is. I will pay it. And based on the quality of the service, I will tip accordingly. 303-696-1971, text 303-903-0017, that's my cell phone, and uh, you're welcome to keep that number for future text messages. All right, Uh, we just did an interview with Jack Billups. It was fun meeting him. It was fun meeting him and his wife Annabelle down there at Lake Havasu City. I just stayed at the house for maybe an hour, hour and a half, and then I headed on my way. I'm reading another book now, called The Bucharest Legacy, The Rise of the Oligarchs. It is a novel by William Maz, M-A-Z. Had him on with his first book called The Bucharest Dossier, and uh, this one is starting out very good. We'll get him on. The book actually comes out in July. I was sent a, what they call a galley, a pre-publication copy. So uh, we'll get him on when it gets a little bit closer to the Publication time. Um, speaking of books, this week, let me go through the calendar. Tomorrow, the new Caldero by Dick Monford and Brinkerhoff, uh, William Brinkerhoff of La Loma will open in McGregor Square in downtown Denver. Wednesday is March 1st. There will be a media party at the My Neighbor Felix. I will be at that. Uh, then on Friday the 3rd, My Neighbor Felix in the Centennial area will open. Um, then on March 6th, a listener's dog named Charlie. I mentioned that Bailey's birthday is March 1st. This listener wanted to let me know that Charlie turns four on March 6th and asked if I'd give him a birthday shout out. You don't get this stuff on other restaurant shows. A week from this Tuesday, the 7th, I will leave for Mexico with a wonderful group. Took 52 people in January, taking 22 people March 7th to the 14th. Um, Wonderful group of people. We we generally take between 20 and 40. The 52 was a little bit unusual. I've taken as many as 60, but uh, wonderful group of people. Looking forward to being with them. Then when we get back on Tuesday the 14th, the next day is the 15th, and that will be our book club, the Restaurant Show Book Club at the View House Restaurant in Centennial. Okay, let's work backwards. Next Sunday, a week from today, March 5th. We will be doing the buffet at the Curry Kingdom restaurant, okay? The Curry Kingdom restaurant is a uh, obviously an Indian restaurant um, owned and operated by Bebek Kumar. He is from India. He owns Curry Kitchen over on Alameda, West Alameda Parkway, over by um, 470, all right? And he recently took over and bought the... It wasn't called the Curry Kingdom. It was an Indian restaurant. It's a big restaurant, a lot of seating. He's got a full, full, full bar. Calling Wheat Ridge Lakewood, North Denver. Bebek Kumar, the guy who owns Curry Kitchen near Bandamir, just took over the place at 44th and Wads, called the Curry Kingdom. It offers an all-you-can-eat buffet six days a week, Monday through Saturday. But he is Willing to open and offer it specially for us on Sunday, March 5th. I will be there broadcasting from 10 to noon. And from 11 to 1, you can enjoy the $20 all-you-can-eat buffet for a $7.10 discounted price of $12.90. You know what? I just went to India's restaurant over there at uh, 8921 East Hamden, the buffets now are $17, 18 19 so to get it for twelve ninety, that's a good deal. Uh, kind of cool the way we came up with that, right? Lots of food, lots of really good food. Love to have you join us for that, okay? So 303-696-1971, 303-696-1971. Got an audio message. I will check that during the next break. Restaurant Week coming up March 3rd through the 12th. I uh, wanted to share something with you that my daughter, listen, we're all, most of us are proud of our kids. We try to be proud of our kids, right? My daughter, I, I love talking to her because she is so insatiable when it comes to wanting to learn. So when I was out visiting her, We talked about a myriad of things. And in the guest room, she showed me a plant. And it is from the Sansevieria group of plants. These are plants that are native to tropical West Africa, Nigeria to the Congo. They have a lot of different names, but one of them is mother-in-law's tongue, and I'm going to just read the description because I looked it up. She said, Dad, these plants um, are very good for the atmosphere, very good for the cleanliness in the room, very good to help you sleep, help your breathing while you're sleeping. And, of course, I joked with her because, listen, this kid has no trouble sleeping whatsoever. I don't know if it's genetic. I don't know if I practiced. I don't know if it was in the Army. I don't know what it was, but I don't have any trouble sleeping. These hardy easy-to-care-for houseplants, absorb over 100 pollutants and at least four major toxins through their leaves, making Severus one of the most effective air-purifying, toxin-fighting plants you can buy. This is a proven fact from a 1989 extensive study in space stations published by NASA. By releasing oxygen and adding moisture to the air, they're called snake plants, all the way. by the way. Snake plants can help lessen the impact of airborne allergens like dust and dander. Since poor indoor air quality has been linked to many health-related issues like allergies and asthma, this is a definite benefit. Look, I don't know if this will work. I don't know. If, <clears throat> all I know is I got them this week and I've been sleeping like a baby. <clears throat> snake plant medicinal benefits include removing indoor air pollutants, such as, and a bunch of this stuff, long words, names I can't pronounce, they can also remove up to 87% of harmful toxins at night. It can also reduce the level of nitrate ions. I don't even know what those are. But at any rate, so I go to, I said, I wonder where I'd get one of those. So I was in Whole Foods, and I walked by their plant selection so I got talking to this lady, nice lady. She's retired, but just likes working with plants. So you know what? It keeps her busy during the day. She makes a few bucks, and uh, it supplements her income. I actually ran into, I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to digress, because I went to Shake Shack this week. They have a veterans discount. They're going to participate in the Taste of Douglas County in August. I know August sounds like a long ways away. But the guy that greets you there is named Chris and he's retired, he works five days a week, about four or five hours a day, and it supplements his retirement, and you know what, it was just great because these are people, you know, you get this nice restaurant, you build this million dollar restaurant, And what do you do? You put a 15-year-old gum chewer at the front door who'd rather sit down, rather play with her phone, his or her phone. And so it was just refreshing. Anyway, so she gets talking to me. She looks up this plant. We do some research. We do some talking. And I buy one. And I said, but I'd, I'd like another flower pot. She says, you really ought to go to Lowe's for that. So I go to Lowe's, and I walk in. And there's a big display of plants right at the front of Lowe's, and one of them is a Sansevieria mother-in-law's tongue. So I go from having none to I now have two. (laughs) I'm lucky I was able to stay awake on the drive home having two of them in the car, but I've now got one downstairs in the... uh, family room, study, den, whatever you want to call it, and I've got one upstairs in the bedroom, and I just thought I would share that with you because they're beautiful plants and I mentioned this yesterday you know the picture American Gothic from about 1933 you know what it is, if you look up the picture American Gothic you will know immediately what I'm talking about it's the farmer and his wife if you look just in the background, if you look on the porch there's a the Sansevieria plant on the porch. All right. You don't get this stuff on other restaurant shows. All right. got time for maybe one more call or one more text. 303-696-1971 303-903-0017 We'll be right back with the restaurant show. you. All right, 1154, clouding up a little bit, but it looks like it's still going to be a nice day. looks like it's going to be in the mid-50s. Hope you get out, hope you get something done. I know that I got a lot of exercise this morning, probably go out for another walk here in just a little while. Some uh, fun stuff going on with the shows. We're going to keep you posted every Saturday, 10 to 1 in Colorado Springs, every Saturday afternoon, 3 to 5 in Denver. And then on Sunday, we'll do a show from 10 o'clock until noon where we can kick around just about anything you feel like talking about. Um, This week in Colorado Springs, I went to a place called the Fillmore Pizza Kitchen um, right there at I-25 and Fillmore. If you're familiar with the intersection, there's a waffle house. But as you turn off the freeway onto Fillmore and then make another right going north on Chestnut Street, uh, there's a few hotels, there's a little strip center. There's a new hotel there. And um nice place. it's what I would call it's what I would call an economy line hotel. very nice. But they had a pizza place in there that opened at 4 o'clock. I heard that it was good. But, you know, I don't live in Colorado Springs. I don't live in Denver. So when I go to places that are only open in the afternoon, I have to kind of plan my day a little bit. So I hadn't been there. Well, they recently opened up, and it's called the Fillmore Pizza Kitchen. And they opened up at 11 o'clock. So they're serving lunch and dinner. And it's a simple menu. It's got uh, two or three appetizers. I had the garlic knots with a marinara sauce. They were really good. They were really big. Three in an order or five in an order. I took the three in an order. Um, I would have liked... You know, to me, you can't be too rich, too thin, or have too much garlic. I, I They could have used a little bit more garlic, but they were really good, and I thought priced right. And then I got a pizza. And when it comes to pizza, I'm kind of a simple man. Uh, maybe you saw a picture of it on Facebook. I'm more inclined to go with just pepperoni, uh, maybe sausage. But... I had some mushrooms on it, a couple of other things, the way they serve an Italian pizza. And I was told that they had a very good antipasto salad. They don't call it an antipasto salad. They call it just an Italian deluxe salad. And, I mean, there's a limit to how much I can eat. I ate one or two of the garlic knots, brought the other one or two home, Brought uh, had two or three slices of pizza, brought the rest of the pizza home, and had the waiter, the server, load up the anapasta salad and brought it home. Man, it was good. It was really good. And they had a really good Italian dressing on it. So uh, they're also building it right next door. The same people that are in the hotel are building an extended stay property um, where – It'll have the kitchen, and you know maybe you're relocating, or maybe you're coming into town to do some work, or maybe you have friends coming into town, and you don't want them to stay at the house, so you put them up there for a day or a week or a month or whatever. But anyway, it it, it was very it was very good. it was a It was a nice lunch um, and dinner. You get that much food. it came to forty one dollars <laughs> because I had a pizza, a giant salad and an appetizer of garlic knots, But uh, anyway, they did a nice job, and uh, I enjoyed myself. Um, want to remind you to please check out my website at mikeboyle.com. That's M-I-K-E-B-O-Y-L-E.com. It will tell you about upcoming events, including uh, next Sunday at Curry Kingdom at 44th and Wadsworth, telling you about the 7th to the 14th, a trip to Mexico. And by the way, the shows on the 11th and 12th, they will go on. I put together some very nice stuff for you. Uh, I haven't quite figured out what I'm going to do live, what I'm going to record, what interviews I'm going to have, but it should be a couple of good shows for you that weekend. Then on the 15th, after we get back, we have the book club get-together at the View House, the 17th um, of March is St. Patrick's Day. That is always fun to go out and uh, maybe enjoy some corned beef and cabbage. Some restaurants do a very, very good job with that. So that pretty much wraps it up for today. I want to remind you, uh, um, just got another nice text message here. Um just wanted to let you know, appreciate the information you give us on a weekly basis about all things besides the restaurant info. I have learned so much from your show. God bless you, listener. Thank you very much. And thank all of you that listen. Take the time every Saturday, 10 to 1 in Colorado Springs, every Saturday afternoon, 3 to 5 in Denver, and Sunday, 10 o'clock until noon. You now have my cell phone number. You're welcome to send me a text. You're welcome to give me a call. Or you're welcome to send me an email at mike at com. The song. This could be the Mike Boyle's mind comp. This could be, I got my toes in the water, my butt in the sand. Not a worry in the world, a cold beer in my hand. As Zach Brown says, adios and vaya con Dios. Goodbye and go with God. I'm Mike Boyle. I'm taking a group to Mexico, and this is going to be us, March 7th to the 14th. Have a great rest of your day, everybody. This is The Rest
1: of the Day.